Zero. LSU loss. This reporter went and just got a lot of uh, gut, you know, just reaction of L. I was making sure it was clean, and I've listened to about two thirds of it. It actually is a news broadcast, and everything I've listened to is clean. So if, it, if there's some cursing at the end, I apologize. But uh, this is just LSU fans, uh, and maybe a mixed in Florida State fan, walking out of the Superdome the other night after they've lost. Well, this the, makes me nervous. I know, me too. That's why I was trying to listen to all of it. Brian Kelly opener. I'm Adam with WBRZ2. I'm Adam with WBRZ2. We're here to talk about the LSU game. Alex, how do you feel about the game? Sad. Oh, the worst ending to the game. I can't believe it just ended like that. Oh, it's just, I can't believe it. We did all right tonight. We played our hardest. We tried our best. She's drunk. Listen. Hold it, hold it up. It was terrible. No go Tigers. Go yeah. Tigers. Short-term memory loss. That's what I'm, that's what I'm known for. We are so bad at football. All of my nightmares just came true just now, just now. <laughs> I am on, I am disgusted. Not great. Not great. I am absolutely, no, 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 not you. I'm up. <laughs> I want to die, man. Oh, don't I do don't, that, man. But we are going to be good this year. We going hard, we going thick, LSU all the way. Put money on anyone else but LSU. Alabama, Alabama. Alabama minus, minus 50. We tried to win. We won. We did. <laughs> I'm going to go to the natatorium tomorrow on Nicholson Drive, and we better be a better swimming program than we are a football program because we absolutely stink. Sad. I cheered my heart out for the game. I, I really thought we had it till the end. I hope I go viral because LSU is taking my tuition money, and we still stink. <laughs> we, we lost. I lost. A lot of money. We were crying. We were crying. Sad. Wait, how much money did you lose? I can't say on camera. I can't say on camera. I am paying $46,000 a year, and we are god awful at football. You can't spell LSU without the L. <laughs> the little Florida State kid uh, at the end there. Amazing, too. James Hell making an appearance as one of an LSU fan. No, we won. I watched the whole game. I watched it. I'm pretty sure we, we won. won. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Dreams dashed in week one. There, the scene at the end where 
they shot, and it was like a corner shot of the end zone. And it was one LSU guy standing in a sea of Florida State fans. And his face, and they're all going nuts, and he's standing there with this look of shock. Uh, that, that's what's great about college football, just those emotions and those reactions it, from fans. It is great. It is great. How are you feeling about this week, Teach? Week two for the Oklahoma Sooners. They will be hosting the Kent State Flashes, the Golden Flashes. Early peek week. at the gut. Now, hey, hang on just a yes. Be careful because Kent State is in Tulsa. And they could be listening to us right now. So please do not give away any inside information. Not giving anything right, away. Just saying I'm feeling pretty comfortable right now on Tuesday morning at nine or 8.07. Uh, 30-ish point favorite. Is that right? About the same as last week. Yeah. I think you uh, said it was two points less than last week is what you well, said. Well, it was, but I think it went up. Let me see if I can get an updated. Uh, I think it's over 30 now. It doesn't matter. It's in that neighborhood. It's a, yeah. 30, 31. This says 32. So it's bright back to where last week was. You're feeling good. I'm feeling good. If you're going to Vegas, I'm feeling good. Um, I as well feel good. Now, here's the interesting thing. Uh, this starts at 6, might not end till 11, because Kent State also wants to go fast. Kent State goes fast. They play fast. So you got two up-tempo teams that are going to be, you know, it could be a long, drawn-out game. But I think that'll work into Oklahoma's favor, honestly. Um, now maybe they'll change their game plan and try to time a possession them and slow it down and keep the ball out of Oklahoma's hands. They may well try to do that, but their mo is an up tempo team that likes to throw it around. However, and they and they've got some playmakers on offense. Uh, however, they gave up 393 yards passing to Washington last week, so could be a nice day for Dylan Gabriel on Saturday night. Not to mention. Coaches always say you make your most improvement between games one and two, so I think we will see uh, a what was a solid performance by Oklahoma in week one. I think we'll see a very even better one in week two. So hopefully uh, a big jump by the offensive line and things kind of uh, straighten out there a little bit. So as of Tuesday, I agree with you. Um, I have a programming update. I have just been notified that we have an illness and. Uh, Trevor Knight will not be on the show tonight. It'll be Caleb Kelly again on the huddle in his place. So, Gabe Eichard, Caleb Kelly, and I on the huddle tonight. Ted Lehman, Brent Venables on the uh, coaches show. Rudy shows tonight, 6 o'clock this week on Tuesday. It's a, a little one week different, a little different schedule because of Labor Day. 6 o'clock tonight will be the huddle at Rudy's. 7 o'clock will be the Brent Venables show. Come one, come all. You be there tonight, teacher? Uh, yeah, I'm always in the back. I'm usually there each week, and you just don't ever acknowledge me or pay attention. Are you caught up on Big Brother? Caught up yesterday afternoon, yes, yes. Yesterday I said I'm irritated. Do yes. you share that feeling? There's a lot that went down in the last week that I'm confused about. I agree. And I think some things were offensive that should not have been offensive. Let me ask you this. And this is, we're not going to get into this because we're not going to, let me, let me ask you this. If uh, Alabama won the national championship last year with a wishbone attack, and this year I said, you should wor- we should worry about Alabama's wishbone attack. Right. That seems like that's logical, right? 
Yes. Okay, that's probably all we need to say. <laughs> <laughs> so that I don't remember if it was because I watched both episodes yesterday. I don't remember if it was Thursdays or Sundays, but he was so beat down too that oh, yeah, when he's sitting in the room destroyed. with Monty, like I wish I would have counted how many times he said yeah. Because by the end of that conversation, I wanted to punch my television screen. Yeah. 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 And I never noticed until that episode. Just turn his microphone off. That, um, oh, who's the blonde? I always forget her name. I want to call her Ashley, Amanda. Um, blonde. Uh, Kyle's girlfriend. Brittany? Oh, uh, Alyssa. Alyssa. I never noticed until yesterday, and I noticed it through both episodes, she pulls the hoodie down over this shoulder to expose this shoulder. Yeah, she did it on purpose. Huh. I, I don't think what, like that bothers you? I, I just stood out to me. It bugged me that episode. Everything was bugging me that episode. <laughs> How dare her show me her shoulder. <laughs> quit, quit exposing your shoulder to me. Uh, okay, let's don't yeah, go any uh, further uh, into uh, that. We'll we get don't want to get ourselves yeah. in trouble or anything. But you're finding it irritating too right now, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. By the way, just a reminder, we are giving – I have saved the spotter boards. From Saturday, the first game of the Brent Venables era, those go to whoever wins Big Brother. Remember the Big Brother? Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. Big Brother giveaway that we had. Mm -hmm. uh, We're all. uh, Boy, do you still have that list? I do. I I got it right here. Here's who's still in it Uh, James from Texarkana has Terrence. Chris from Moore has Taylor. I can't believe she's still in it. Chris from Jinx has Monty. Bill from Dallas, as he's now called, has Turner. I think I'm rooting for maybe at this point. I think they shower as much the same. Ringo has Michael, who I can't stand, but he might be one of the best players of all time. Yeah, he's really good. Tim from Norman has Alyssa, and Crimson Kid has Brittany, the belly dancer, who I think Brittany should just go into full – Hypnosis, hypnosis mode. mode. Just hypnotize everyone. Hypnotize yeah. everyone. You want to give me your vote? Yes. <laughs> if you hear a snap, you you give me your vote at the end. Seriously, is that illegal? I don't know, but I was wondering that. She totally hypnotized Alyssa. Yeah. All right. Um, how many texts have come in about please quit talking to brother? Say, uh, well, let me check here if any's come in. It is a. Um, it is a very good week in the Big Twelve. <laughs> That top text. What TV channels the coaches show in Rudy's? Oh my goodness. (laughs) ESPN Plus is the answer to that. (laughs) I don't know. When they come in now, I don't know if it's a joke or not. Read some more to me. We got some time here. I get guests next segment. Read some more text messages. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. People who are defending the student section act like most students don't leave games early when it's 65 degrees in order to beat the line at Logie. Who's defending the student section? I don't know. It was hot, but they leave every game. It's it's a it's a problem and a long running problem. Like, yeah. We didn't defend them just now. We said they should win the award for the last 12 years or whatever we said. So I haven't heard anyone defending them. These are 19 and 20 year old students. Yeah, I was capable of handling the heat differently than I am now at 49. I would have stayed for the entire game if it was 110. Where do they go? That's the question in today's world. 
I'm telling you, I don't think there's any fixing this. And I think this is a student problem at a lot of schools. Not as bad think, as here. I think they structure the seating differently to where it doesn't stand out in other stadiums as Do we much. give too many student tickets out? I think we give too many student tickets out. I think having the two full sections up and down where that just it's leaves glaring. that gap. It's glaring. I think this is an attention span problem that we're not going to figure out and solve. Mm. Kids today cannot sit through a full game. Where do they go? They've got to get out. They've got to go start social media. Uh, they've got to go, uh, I don't know. But their attention span cannot last three and a half hours anymore. I'm saying that as someone whose son it's worse, can't. It's worse at Oklahoma than other places. It is, but I think that's what I'm saying. I think they need to study how other schools structure their student seating. Like yeah. I think it's that whole big gap just gets left empty once they clear out one give less tickets but two maybe structure it different where regular fans are mixed in sort of with them and you maybe spread them out into other parts of the stadium too they're not all together if that makes sense what about putting them outside the stadium <laughs> maybe that's the answer <laughs> put a tv out I'm on the lawn kidding, put a tv out on a lawn with a uh, very powerful wi-fi and maybe this they happened stay. last year and i went to my class i haven't st- my half of teaching doesn't start for another few weeks so i went to my class the next day and i said where do y'all go and they all just stared at me like i was like no seriously where does everyone go and they're like, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe some people just go back to their room. Some people go to the bars. Some people go to parties. What? Like, what? Can, you can't do that after the game? Why is that happening in the middle of the game for? This We look forward Here, to this. Here's the thing, too. All year long, we look forward to this. And then, eh, I'm out. So, here's the thing, too. We're, we sound like a couple of grumpy old men right now. If well, it's we, irritating. If we were in the stadium... Now, 29 years ago, we didn't know if we had friends outside the stadium what they were doing. Yeah. We didn't know we were missing out on something. Right. Now it's like, dude, where you at? That's a, got a fresh it's, keg over it's here or popping whatever. popping off at we, Tim's we, we, house. So-and-so's over here. Yeah. And this is happening. And, and boom, they know things are going on and they leave. Mm-hmm. That's more important to them. We didn't have that access to our friends. They were either in the that's stadium right. with us or we would see them four hours later. That's a good point you make, but that's the same as all over the world. It is. It is. All right. Yeah, we did get a little old manish oh, man. there, didn't we? Yeah, get off our old. lawns, we're kids. Old. I just mowed my lawn. Get off it. All right, break time. Uh, i got a special guest joining me when we come back. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Yeah, we have a lot of fun on this show, but sometimes we're a little different than the other morning shows. We tackle some serious subjects from time to time, and um, mental health has become such an epidemic Around the world, especially now post-pandemic, it was before, but especially now, and we're seeing all kinds of kids, college, high school, junior high, who are really, really struggling right now. We have had way too many stories on this show about um, college kids taking their own lives or certainly tons of people more than ever before battling depression, certainly than we've known about. And uh, so I reached out to someone. Angie May is her name. She has started this uh, um, well, it's an app, 
Well, she can tell you all about it called Rooted that I think could be of service to people out there. Could talk about this subject. Angie, good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's great to have you on, Angie. I appreciate it. Uh, Tell us about your background. Yeah, so I have my master's in counseling, and um, I work one-on-one with with clients anywhere from teens to older adults and have been doing that for about four and a half years, so pre-pandemic. And then, of course, we've seen a heightened like you said, a heightened number of people struggling um, with mental health. I think the good part, if there is a good part, is people are more willing to get help and more willing to talk about it now than before. And so I think if anything positive has come out of, out of it, I think that could be, that could be it. But we had, my, my team had a real heart for, Teens and and specifically athletes. To be honest, um, my husband is a you know my husband. He's a college basketball coach, mm-hmm. and just seeing the struggle that college students and athletes are having. My best friend lost her uh, her son to mental health issues, and he was a two sport athlete at Stanford University, seemingly mm-hmm. having it all together. So it's a struggle and a, a big passion and heart heartbeat of mine. I got three kids, one in high school right now. TJ's got a, a youngster who's just uh, going into junior high. We got lots of people listening in cars, taking kids to school or coming back right now who I think this really strikes a nerve with. And the approach that you take you take that I think is maybe a little unique is mm-hmm. preventative health. So talk about right. the need for mental and emotional preventative health to kind of get it, nip it in the bud. Right. So I think – as a society as a whole, we live in an intervention world. When we, when we have crisis, we get help. When we have a physical condition, we finally get help or we get our diet under control. When we have, you know, when we're, when we're, we hit a breakdown or a mental breakdown, we finally get help. My heartbeat, especially for our teens and our young athletes, is to live in a preventative space. How do you learn to name your emotions and understand what those emotions, how those emotions are impacting you? Um, those are just tools. It's, it's getting in on the front end of the struggle because we've told our kids for a long, long time, that's not a big deal. Your emotions aren't a big deal. Suck it up. Get, get on with it or, or whatever. And I think it's, it's time to get into this preventative space of giving our, our teens and our young athletes a, a preventative place to talk, be mentored, be held accountable, and things of that nature. Uh, Angie's got an app called Rooted. This is not a paid advertisement. Angie has not paid to come on this <laughs> show. We're not trying to promote something because of that. This is just something that uh, I think could be of benefit to our listeners out there. We've got a, a bunch of kids playing sports and people who listen who have kids who play sports, that that this has been something we have used as a tool in our family and I think could be beneficial for other people out there. So tell folks about your app. Well, to be honest, initially it was it was going to be strictly for teens, teen prevention, teen mental health education, emotion check-ins, and it's kind of grown in the, in the need and the interest for it has kind of grown to 
athletic directors and sports teams and other organizations. And so we're just trying to get the word out on what we're trying to do with this application. And, and essentially what it is, is it is it's challenges, it's emotional check-ins and, and groups within the app or communities within the app, say a sports team would have accountability with a coach, whether it's their coach or a rooted counselor coach like myself. And they would have accountability with their emotion check-ins. They would have accountability with challenges, social media fast challenges, family time challenges, eating with dinner with your family challenges, um, getting to bed early challenges, understanding that sleep is a huge part of our mental health problem and and so there's there's a lot of things and then on top of that there's tools and education when it comes to how to manage your emotions how to understand what's going on as you go through these different phases of life and understand how to handle friend groups and friend issues and relationships in a healthy way i don't think that our teens and our young young people know how to do relationships healthy and so that's a that's another big thing that we tackle and it's in a form that they're familiar with the app on their phone which is uh what makes it extremely valuable all right last question we'll let you go because your approach here is a mentorship approach through this app why why that approach why is that successful Uh, going back to the prevention space i think mentorship feels less invasive and people, parents, are willing to say, yeah, I'm willing to get, I want my, my child, my son, my daughter to be mentored. We're not ready for full-on therapy counseling. So we've created this space for having coaches or slash counselors like myself come alongside these teens or these young athletes and mentor them, show them what healthy relationships look like, show them what healthy conflict looks like, show them what mindset training looks like, and the fact that they can have someone that is looking in on their emotion trackers and knowing where they're at emotionally, because here's the deal, and I know this to be true about mine, I have teenagers as well, Um, my teen is probably going to be more open with his coach at school Mm -hmm. than he is with me, that's just the space they're in. And so put that person in their life, whether it's something like this or at church or another type of mentor, um, put someone in their life that they're willing to open up to. That's going to be key. The app is called Rooted. Uh, You can look for it across whatever device you use. Uh, Check it out. You can get more explanation as to how it works there. We have found it to be a valuable tool in our life, and uh, I think you could as well. Angie, thank you so much. Tell your husband I said hi. I will do it. Thank you so much. All right. That's Angie May. Uh, her husband, Trent, is the men's basketball coach at Southern Nazarene University, my alma mater. And, um, I mean, this is something that a lot of people out there are shaking their heads right now. In their cars or at home or wherever you're listening right now, you go, yep, yep. Like <laughs> my, my kid needs something. My uh, – High schooler or teenager or college student could use a little something, and this is not going to uh, you know therapy sessions at an office somewhere, which is valuable. I'm not saying that's not at all, but this is this is like modernized 
you know, on your phone, I need to talk to somebody or I can help, uh, I can help in some way. And it's, it's a really cool thing. It really is a cool app that uh, I think could help. And there's a lot of other ways, just whatever you got to do to help uh, right now, try to seek it out. But this is one way maybe that could help you and your family and your life. We'll take a break. Back to sports next. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Trent May is the women's coach. If I said the men's coach, I'm sorry. He's the women's coach. Adam Bohawk is the uh, men's coach at Southern Nazarene. I don't know what I said, but somebody asked me about that. So, All right, uh, let's hit some... Uh, Text messages, TJ, out there. Uh, what do we got on the text line? Uh, right. Several asking you to repeat that website here. It's the app. Or the app, I'm sorry. It's, yes. uh, yeah, it's called Rooted. R-O-O-T-E-D is the name of the app. Uh, we have found it very valuable in, in our life. I think it is a unique approach to this that is that, that uh, athletes, young people, will be more likely to embrace. At least that's the experience we've had, and it has been uh, – uh, good. So it's a it's a tool that you should look into if you think this could happen. It's called Rooted. The app's called Rooted. R-O-O-T-E-D. And I'm and that makes me uh I'm glad to know that there are several people on the text line that have, have asked about it. That there's a lot of people that need it, so that's good to hear that there are people that care out there. Yes, TJ. Oh, he's on the phone right now. Sorry. Oh, I'm told uh, rooted teens, rooted teens, rooted teens. Okay, rooted teens. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Let's see here. It was the hottest game I've ever attended in 41 years. The east side upper deck was empty as well as the student section. I believe it was the heat driving out the students. We saw many people being helped from the north end zone. My wife helped a man that required CPR after barely making it down the ramp for the second quarter. I don't think you understand how truly hot it was, Boomer. It was hot. It was hot. It was really, really hot. It was the it was the heat, and it was the lack of a breeze. I can't. There, there have been so many hot opening week, even second and third week sometimes in the state games. I am shocked at how many people I've heard from about how bad Saturday was. Obviously, I can't speak on it. I wasn't there at, at the game. Temperature-wise, we've seen much worse. Yes. But I guess it was just the, the lack of the breeze. And, yeah. Oh, man. But. I mean, I'll give people a pass on that. I won't be too hard I, on it. But this has been an ongoing thing for the, the students. The students, this isn't yeah. new, and it wasn't the heat driving no. them out. No. Well, I mean, I mean it could have been. I, I don't know. Well, that, but, you know. I, I, but there's I, an issue there besides the heat. It could be a nice 65-degree day, and they're bailing out. The it is quarter. hypocritical of me to throw shade. Thank you very much. Uh, when I'm sitting in a booth. So I, I was out in it before the game, and it was miserably hot. So I, I got you. My wife and daughter and her friend were out. In, they, they were on the east side, uh, not underneath it or not in a suite or anything, and just baked. And they, I got home, and they were telling me just how they stayed. Uh, they were just telling me about how miserable it was. So I know it was miserable. Assuming the majority of the students are in a fraternity or sorority, perhaps someone uh, meeting with each organization and showing them clips of our previous student sections as well as some others, but finding a way to get them to take more ownership and pride in doing their part to make it a rowdy group. Yeah. And I know they've done some of that in the last they few tried. years. Yeah. They've tried. Um, not sure what is so hard to understand about... Oh, I'm not going to read that because I get to... 
TJ, I agree with you. Uh, it's a question of attention span. It's also a generational issue, and that's not likely to change much. I see it in my young men of my son's age, which is in his 30s, often don't want to watch the whole game. They want to just watch the highlights instead of watching an NFL game to watch the red zone. They don't want to sit around and listen and watch for three and a half hours. I can't do it that way, but I'm an old boomer. So yeah, some of the 30-year-olds just watch Totally, I totally agree with that. But as someone who travels and goes to not just football, basketball, baseball stadiums around, um, there are some student sections at some places that are just like going to the game is the it thing to do, and they are there early, and they stay late, and they are into it, and they got cheers, and they got chants, and they love it. They live for it, you know? And... I get you know you got a game that's a blowout or you got a blistering hot day or whatever. There there are not even the most ardent student sections are gonna stick it out and be that enthusiastic the whole time. I I'm completely understand, but in general it could be better. I think we can all reach that agreement. It could be better. In talking with my OU student, uh, her thought is that no crowd interaction in our games, like traditions of singing songs, certain chants, bells, etc., like SEC schools do, everything that is done independent of the crowd. Wasn't that up to the students to take that on themselves? To some extent, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, I like Texas A&M, for example, we make fun of Texas A&M all the time. They got all kinds of things. You know, they're there. Midnight yell practice the night before going all over their chants and their sways and when we're going to kiss each other and all that kind of stuff. I mean, uh, but I don't know that every SEC student section is. Well, I think, hasn't Nick Saban complained about this before? Yeah, and Nick Saban complained just last year, it seems like, about yeah. this with uh, Alabama and the students leaving. Mm-hmm. So, Give um, them uh, cowbells? Is that the point? Give them uh, like <laughs> Mississippi State does? Give them all cowbells and they'll stay? There you go. Uh, giveaway <laughs> for the students, cowbells. Yeah. It's coming up next week. Uh, OU student who's student section in football and basketball and all sports, and that's said embarrassing. OU student worst. Oh, OU student worst student section in football and basketball in all sports, and that's I think it's supposed to be sad and embarrassing. So, uh, didn't mean to make this into a student section. Back in the day, today. you could leave at halftime, go to a Connell's, get a couple of beers, and come back. Is that as simple as what it is? They can't get the beer in the stadium, so they want to go have some beer, so they just leave. They sell beer in stadium, right? Yeah, I think they're talking about the underage guys. <laughs> Rolling out, drinking, and then going so back. So O'Connell's at was selling beer to underage? I think their point was you could leave and go. I mean, you could go to a tailgate, grab it, and then come back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they're necessarily meaning O'Connell's was. Adults were going to O'Connell's. I'm 19. I need a beer. I need a I'm beer. out. Right. Okay. <laughs> My point to that would be don't they know some upperclassmen in the uh, stadium? Right. Dude, you go into the beer stand, grab me a beer. We're not endorsing Wait, that. Wait, I'm not endorsing no, that. Not. I probably shouldn't we say disagree. that. I disagree with TJ's approach there. <laughs> Toby, what class do you teach? I'm enrolling in it ASAP. Play-by-play. I teach a play-by-play class at OU. Uh, this will be year six, I think. I think. I, I, I would have to. I think Parker was in my second class, so five or six or seven. The students are spoiled. The class of 2001 wouldn't have budged. That a boy, 01. <laughs> 01 was a tough year, man. They were tough. They stayed no matter what. 
The players might go in the stands and do something with the students at the end of the game. <laughs> mm. <laughs> they stayed to sing the alma mater to them and with them yeah. at the end of the game. This, that was new this year, new this week. Maybe just send a couple of players that aren't going to actually play in the game up into the stands as they start leaving. Don't let them hey! block the... <laughs> Stop! Right there. Uh, scout team offensive lineman. <laughs> yeah, block the tunnel. Put them in the <laughs> exits. Where are you going? I don't think so. This one says campus corners and frat parties. Well, campus corners always been there, so that's not the problem. That can't be new. Okay, I got you. But aren't that? Isn't all that stuff there after the game? Yes. Okay. Why do you leave in the middle of the game to go do the stuff? That's, that's what I'm saying. We weren't able to get in contact with our friends, telling us how awesome such and such place is on campus corner right now. You got to get over here. Hey, friends, leave them alone. Let them stay at the game. That's what a lot of it has to be. You're missing it over here at uh, Bob's house. It's nuts right now. It's popping off, man. We got the game on. Why are you staying over there? It's lit. Yeah. I think there's definitely something to that. They have constant communication. They constantly know and feel like they're missing out on something. Why are the people at Bob's house not at the game? Thank you. I mean, that's the question there. Hey, Bob, lock the door and send everybody to the game. Uh, didn't Toby have his own barbecue sauce? No. Or didn't know? Oh, yo mama. Yo mama's condiments and sauces. Look at this. It's not yo mama. I'm oh mama. (laughs) You go oh mama? Are you sure? Yeah. I like yo mama. You should start looking into that. (laughs) (laughs) Yo mama! All right, and we're back to what, wanting to know what channel the coaches shows are on. I think we're, I think we're through everything. <laughs> ESPN here. Plus. ESPN Plus. Uh, very good. A lot of good interaction uh, today. You can always text us, 405-651-3439. I like being in a studio. Can you just leave the text line up and let me read through all you the ones you that can, you You can you log don't. into this at home, you know. No, I don't have any idea how any of this works. Yeah, we can get you set up. I just want to just just scroll through there slowly uh, and let me read everything that you can't read over the air. That'd be good. All right, we'll take a break. Chris Plank joins us to wrap up a Tanoga Tuesday edition of the T Row in the Morning Show next. This hour of the T Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium sized businesses. Call 405 943 9800 or visit rkblack.com. You know, I'm A1, you're turkey bacon, uh, Drake is McGriddle. we got to have something for Plank. Turkey bacon McGriddle. He's a part of the pink ladies. That's right. Where That's my not pink a food item. Shirt. What's your, what's your, uh, I'm trying to think if we've talked about food together at some point. I don't. Like, you two have never had a discussion about <laughs> no, no, it. We don't, we don't like, discriminate, what, like, though. If, like, if you're known for, like, something Peach rings, you, baby. That's what, what oh peach, peach rings. Yeah, that's what I always get. Yeah, whenever always we get go peach to rings at uh, Love's Travel Stop. You know what I've become? This is because that's not as cool of a call signal as uh, let's go down on the let's go down on the field to peach rings. What's up, peach rings? <laughs> but uh, Java Amore, uh, Java Amore, dude, some guy. Uh, but speaking of peach rings, we do need to have an update. There's something going on with the Har- Harbo peaches, Harbo. Yeah, I can't find. Them. It's like, an, I don't know if there is a national probably shortage. probably a factory burned down in China somewhere. Maybe. Uh, I'm really upset about this. Now, it's Haribo. probably. I think it's Haribo, right? Is it Haribo? Okay. I don't know. I can eat a bag in like 12 seconds. So it's probably good that they're not yeah. as readily available. 
But on Saturday, is the, like, is it that brand is all out like the gummy bears and everything, or is it just well, the well, you can find the gummy bears, you can find the Swedish fish, you can oh, yeah. find, but you just the peach rings can't huh? find the peach, and they're not peach rings. They're like peach nuggets, but they're oh so good. Some guy was running, uh, was walking by the pregame set on Saturday, and you know you'll have. A lot of people don't realize, I guess, with the stage and the headsets that you're doing radio, which is still amazing to me, um, they'll just start talking to you like, I'm on the radio. <laughs> um, but some guy came by and just started singing Java Amore yeah. to Gabe while he was walking by. It was, Happens it was all the time sweet. in the pregame show, like about four and everything. <laughs> yeah. well, hey, uh, and, and it's literally yeah. like no care. <laughs> it's like right up to you and it's like, hey. Where where can I hear you guys? What what are you doing right now? Is it, I mean I'm I'm in trying to find you. Guys. I'm from Clinton. I'm from, I'm from Clinton. Clinton. I came in from Clinton for the game. I drove in from Weatherford. We got here overnight. This is their first game. You're like sir, I'm is TJ here? Where's hey, TJ? Where's TJ? Where's TJ? Is he back? What does, does he, he look like? Is he in the back of the store? Where do is that I get where he the is? Coaches shirts. Where do they have the coaches? Hey, Toby. Where do they have the coaches shirts? Oh my gosh, that's on the fantastic. Air. I'm on the air. I'm, I'm on the air. I'll, hear, I'll get you during the break. Oh. I didn't realize you were on the air, so I'm just going to continue to talk. We love it all, I should say, yeah. but it's just it's always hilarious. I get a text, TJ, from a uh, source of mine Uh-oh. who says uh, they need to do more fun stuff during the game. They only sh- they have like, announcements on the big screen during like commercial breaks and stuff. It's not entertaining. And uh, I don't know about that because, you know, we're doing a radio broadcast. But I could t- maybe a little more thunder it up a little bit. You know how fun thunder timeouts are and things like sure. that? Sure. Yeah. Get us a boom. they got crew. a whole department for this named marketing, so right. I, I uh, imagine they're Don't all they over have it. The dude from They don't Fox, need our help. They have the dude from Fox 25 who's always running all over the place. That's true. Oh, and you're doing scoreboard updates. We do you're scoreboard fantastic updates. with the cheerleaders over there and everything. They, they hide my gut, which has been really good. You know, Unfortunately, though, you know what I caught the most grief for? on And Chloe started this on Saturday. My daughter? Yeah, she started this on Saturday because what she called me out for? My your, shoes. Your shoes. That's yeah. right. I'm. Cut. I think you made the right call. Did your shoes get muddy? Oh my gosh! It was. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's it's a little different. You because weren't wearing the Jordans that the rest of the crew was wearing. You were wearing some work shoes. We need to have a conversation too. Mm-hmm. Flip flops when you're mowing. Yeah. Well, I was riding more. Listen, I don't know if you know. I'm a bad boy. I don't conform to all the rules of society. <laughs> you don't wear the boots, the steel toe to be safe in case you catch something? No, 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 no. I have backwards ball cap, sunglasses. Nice. Maybe a shirt, maybe do, not. How do you, are your AirPods okay? Can you hear over the mower? Depends on what I'm listening to. Gotcha. There are uh, music, yes. Podcast. Our radio station, yes. Right. There are some podcasts I cannot. That, I, ba- that bad boy's got a big time mower on. It's got it's some juice. Yeah, it'll go. It'll yeah. go. Mine. I need to get one of those. Mostly, bad boys. I listen to ACDC and Megadeth. <laughs> Is that right, TJ? Megadeth. Pantera. I'm to Megadeth on my mower. <laughs> Mostly, a lot of Pantera. Is that a good one, TJ? Yeah, Pantera is good. That's a good one. Pantera is good. That's but. mostly what I listen to on my bad boy. I don't even wear ear- earbuds. I just have a, I have a uh, jam box. And you just, you just crank a boom box know? strapped to the back of the bad boy. Right. I got gotcha. you. I just played as loud I like as I can. It. I like it. But, yeah, no, so I caught grief for the shoes that I had because one of the shots caught the shoes, mm. I guess. And I had, like, three or four texts of what are those um, with kind of a shot of my old man. They're not old man shoes. They're very stylish. They're very comfortable. And yeah. guess what they didn't do to my Jordans? Ruin them because right. of the rain that we had on you know, You'll appreciate this, TJ. There, there was uh, two members of our 
uh, crew who the shoes have not arrived for oh, yet. Oh, my gosh. The two biggest members of our crew. Right. Uh, one of them complains, the other one doesn't. Right. The one that complains is the one that also will probably be vacationing on the Italian coast right. this week. <laughs> the one that complains free is shoes that has, arrive. that has a closet for nothing but shoes. Right. He's, yeah. he's He knows everyone at Q yeah. Clothier yeah. on a first-name basis because he's buying all the time. But his free shoes didn't yeah. arrive, so, so he's it's, upset it's, about it. It's, I don't understand this. Why is it always me? Uh, my favorite part of that, he's like, well, he was talking to our man Brad Camp, who, by the way, uh, kudos to Brad Camp, who had – we got to spend some time on Saturday night at some point talking about all the new down there, right? There's new athletic trainers. There, there's new uh, – I say gear Analysts. People, equipment people. There's oh, new a lot analysts. Of yeah. A lot of anal- – the analyst thing is really cool they, to go off kilter. But uh, literally they'll come down and they'll – guys will come off the field and immediately a Todd Bates or Miguel Chavis will go to – uh, a J.P. Lossman, which is mm-hmm. just – I kind of fanboy out every now and then. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that guy played for the Raiders. The, the, and, the, and they'll break the, it all down. Texas Tech coach. Uh, Matt Wells. Matt Wells. Well, Matt's coaching. Yeah. You know, he's down there, and he's he's like in it as as, a, as receivers coach now. Mm-hmm. So helping out uh, LaDamian Washington, who was awesome. Oh, really? Awesome. Man, he is – if you need you a hype guy, get you Miguel Chavis or LaDamian Washington. But uh, kudos to Brad Camp. You know, he had been the equipment guy for – Years and is incredible at his job. Great dude. Yeah, um, he is now in administration. Really? So he was he was like in the catbird seat on Saturday, and he came down. He came down and sat with Gabe and I. And what do you think the first thing Gabe said to him was? Where's my shoes? Where's my shoes? Yeah. <laughs> was it? Congrats, dude. How was it as as an analyst? How was this? It was, dude. They didn't give me my shoes again this year. It was hilarious. <laughs> I feel like Gabe could probably call Michael Jordan himself. He and probably say, could. He's also the guy that's missing the game this weekend to go to a destination wedding in Hawaii. So, you know. Oh, really? That's yeah. where it's at? I yeah. didn't know that that's it's where it was. Tough times. Tough times, man. Jeez. <laughs> Who has a wedding on a game day? That's not. You Come gotta, on, people. You've got to disown that person. Out. Except if it's in Hawaii. Eh, maybe you find a way to get there. Chris, have a great show today. Toby, have a, a great busy Tuesday for you. We got a podcast coming up. Later that's right. Today that's right. If, we'll uh, drop it about one o'clock. Listen, we got Rudy's tonight, folks. Six o'clock will be the huddle with myself, Gabe Eichert, and Caleb Kelly. Brent Venable show coming up seven o'clock tonight at Rudy's. We'll see you all there. Have a great Tanoga Tuesday, everybody. Tanoga.